Hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm your host, Larry D, here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, glad to be back. Welcome back. Here we are once again doing what we do best. And tonight, on tonight's episode, we, we're going to talk a little bit about Sasquatch, of course, Bigfoot, Yeti, however you know them. We want to talk about how there's the perspective that this creature is the guardian of the forest. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then you determine, is he the guardian of the forest, or is he an antagonizer that just doesn't want people in his territory? Yes, and we'll we'll talk about both perspectives, um, some of the stories we've heard, some of the videos we've come across. It's uh, we'll, we'll present both sides, and you be the judge. That's right. So we'll kick it off... Um, I've heard tribes say, tribal members, you know, on all these documentaries that I watch and these TV shows and these specials, and uh, I've heard several different opinions, but a lot of tribes say that they look at this creature as the hairy man who's been along, around, and in the forest as, as far as they could remember because their elders have told them stories, and they always refer to him as the guardian of the forest. Now... When someone tells me they're the guardian of something, that means they're the protector to me. What about you, Vince? Yes, yes, that, that's exactly what I take from when they say guardian. But getting into some of the stories, I've, I've come across one story where they said he was the guardian of the forest. And his job was more of a, to show the people how to live off the land and... You know, how to not destroy it, basically, like mankind knows how to do. Right. Now, they would say uh, when when certain tribes, or, or actually the tribe that was telling the story that was passed on to them, when they would do something that he wasn't happy with, he would reprimand them, or the, the Sasquatch would reprimand the tribe. But it was in the form of, like, maybe a, he'd leave something on a tree stump or maybe some kind of decoration or something but th- there was a way where they would know that they did something wrong that's interesting that's interesting well let's look at some of the stories like one that i particularly heard and it was when they first started logging up in i think it was upper washington state and you may have heard the story too and i do believe this happened in the 60s where they left the equipment up there over the weekend. And when they came back, a lot of the equipment was just like pulverized, just yes. beat just beat up. And they were thinking, well, who could have done this? And they also seen the big footprints all around. Right. Um, so, you know, could they have been <coughs> upset or, you know, because they started logging and they're cutting into their habitat, their habitat where right. they live. And, and so that would deeply upset them. Plus, if they're the guardians, you know, you don't uproot all these trees because they serve a purpose. And I mean, as we're finding out with global warming, trees absorb all the carbon. So, right. you know, maybe these creatures know what the trees are for and it's what purpose they serve on Earth. Now, I'm not saying they know all the carbon science or whatnot, but they have an intellect that maybe that's why they they were destroying the equipment. Right, and they understand the balance that needs to be maintained. Right. And I did hear stories like that. Now, I heard one story in particular. um, 
I forget, it was on a YouTube channel, somebody sent their story in. When they were young, they would go work weekends on a logging site where they would keep the equipment, right. and he was basically security. Right. And one night, uh, he would stay, he had a little, you know, those little teardrop, teardrop trailers. Right. Basically just a bed in there. Yeah. Uh, he said that this, it started off, he started hearing noises and stuff, and, you know, in the morning he'd wake up, and like you said, th- there was something done to the equipment, but it escalated to the point where one night they came while he was in the trailer, and they, they started, you know, slapping it and stuff, and they ended up destroying it, you know, just beating, pulverizing it, basically, with him inside. Right. Well, and they they didn't want them there maybe you know it, right. it, and to me they're sending a sign saying hey stop what you're doing right exactly so it's like it just stop what you're doing for one you're destroying our home and two you're upsetting the balance of nature yes yeah and i've heard many tribal members say that they're the guardians and all through their stories that they've heard from their elders that they're revered and they're the guardians of the forest, king of the forest, you know? Right. And and I could I could see why, you know, especially if, if you had a creature come and, and, like, disturb your equipment or, like you said, the trailer you're sleeping in, that's kind of giving you a, a, a warning. Right. Now, they, they are, they claim that they are the protectors, now they're the big uh strong ones with the intellect so they are also protecting it for all the other creatures right uh, yeah and that's true you know we don't think about that we think their habitat but how many other creatures live in there that they live with and live in harmony with you know right right and uh now i you hear these stories about hunters seeing them um now they, they don't seem to bother hunters too much now uh Maybe because of the gun, the firepower they carry, but most of the hunters now with the regulations, they don't overhunt. They go get what they're allowed, and that's it. Right. And maybe they're okay with that, you know, instead of just walking around shooting everything in sight. And and I could... I could understand that, and maybe they do understand that, and they see that, well, he's feeding, you know, because they hunt themselves. Right, they see them... Just shoot take, a deer and take and the take, carcass and take it and they're like oh we get that he's eating yeah and and i guess like you said as long as they're not killing 20 of them and leaving them right kind of like buffalo bill did you know yeah exactly and uh yeah i could see them respecting that and not wanting to uh go squatch on them you know but let's look at another point i've also hear stories of people going into the forest and like we've mentioned in the big thicket where people actually go missing. And I've heard many stories uh, where they chase you out and they will flank you until you are out. And I'm talking not one story. I mean like a lot of stories where people are like, I was just in the forest walking and and all of a sudden I, I heard the rustling through the branch and, and rocks got thrown at me. And I heard the roar, and you know, and some people even say they've been bluff charged. Right, right, and uh, they're basically being, you could say, escorted or chased out. Escorted is the way I'd see it. Yeah, but yeah, I've heard those stories too. Now, that's that's always interests me because. 
these people have talked about going to like a certain fishing pond or lake or a certain spot for many years then one year they get chased out for what reason well i see that i don't know i I mean and do we take it are there different types of species that are roaming that one you know is the protector and wants you out or is one the aggressor and just wants to rip you to shreds right and and when i hear stories about people being escorted out i i always think well maybe down at the lake or wherever down the road somewhere they have young or maybe a family group so those are the outside scouts say nope you can't come in right now and that that could be a possibility because just like a bear if if you're in the area where a bear has her young Man, yeah, but the you're bear, in trouble. The bear will rip you to shreds. The bear will. These things are intelligent enough to, well, for the most part, most of the stories I heard are, are non-violent. They'll chase you out right. because if one of these animals wanted you, they could have you, and you wouldn't, and you wouldn't even know it till they're on top of you. And and there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, there's just nothing. They would they would probably rip you in half. Yep. And so knowing that. We've also heard stories of them helping people. Uh, one year we were in the Hamas Mountains and there was a Bigfoot festival going on. And we mentioned this in one of our previous episodes. But it makes you think if they are the protectors of the forest. This story is about when the Navajos were fighting with the government. And they were some of the men had left the Chuska Mountain area. And... The elderly, the women, and the children stood, and it was a bad winter. Well, an elderly woman told her story of how they helped them survive the winter. They would bring deer carcasses and lay them at the, you know, at the foot of the camp for them. And uh, it makes me think. Well, maybe, maybe it is a protector, and it it understands survival, and and they're not as violent as some people say they are. Right. But then again, they, they may have seen these women, children, and elderly, and they're not destroying, they're not taking, they're not doing anything they shouldn't, So, and they see they need help. And right. just like they have a family group, so maybe they understood they needed food. Right. And and I thought that was a pretty cool story. Th- that was a real good story. I was like, wow. I, w- I would have never thought that there would be that type of interaction because you know most of the stories you hear i saw them from a distance or right and, and you know there's no close interaction uh i don't know man it, it's 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 a close call neck and neck yeah and, but it, it's hard to tell because you hear so many stories from both sides you do and then you know like i say you you hear the aggressive ones i've heard stories from uh like ohio pennsylvania and especially in Texas, and and they're, they're just downright mean. They they don't want you in that area. They don't right. want you, and and they're gonna chase you out, and they're gonna let it be known. Yep. And it it just amazes me that that this creature has that type of intelligence. And, and like you said, it, it could be uh, different subspecies, different. I don't know. Just like people are different. They. I'm sure they have their own different attitudes also. Well, yeah, I mean, look, people see different looking squatches. Some say I saw a brown one, a reddish one. Or even uh, a white one. Yeah, a white one. And, you know, uh, even the facial features, some of them say, are different. Although they all say they are human looking, 
they say they're different now maybe the ones that are aggressive maybe it's due to inbreeding just like some of the footprints that they found they said you know this one looks like it has three or four toads and, right and you know and they say this could be caused by inbreeding or whatnot yes and maybe some of those ones are the aggressive ones uh it's i don't know all i know is the stories that are told to me that's all i could play off but i i have heard a lot of stories that you know the tribes just especially up in the, the washington area up in the northwest areas where the, most of the tribes i hear say they're the protectors of the land right and uh actually these uh tribes <coughs> their their elders and stuff are pretty intelligent because they say when we see them we respect them but we go our own way that's right well and that's one of the tribal women that was telling her story that they were known as protectors you know she was telling her story and she said as i was brought up we were always told don't go out at night because the hairy man will get you right and we we're always told if you see him don't look him in the eye look the other way or look down look away let him be and he'll let you be yeah he'll go his way you go yours and she says that her and her husband were camping up in the pacific northwest and she said we we're camping and she said we heard a sound and she said you know we didn't know what it was and she said she saw once she lifted her lantern up she saw like it stood above a tree so and she said i don't remember there being an embankment that it could stand up to look over this tree earlier so she said it had to be big had to be like 10 11 feet tall because she said this tree wasn't small but she said i wonder she said after they saw it it started snapping branches and just getting loud and crazy but it didn't harm them it she heard it going off and as it was going off it was just making intimidating noises yeah and she said i wonder if it was angry because they had started logging in that area maybe yeah so so that was an interesting story and i'm like wow okay seems like the loggers have more encounters that are like that than anyone but like some of the loggers say we're not going to tell you what we saw because people think we're crazy right you know? exactly yep now I, i've seen a movie um i can't remember the name right offhand but it was a lady she worked for the the government she was going out she would hike through the forest they dropped her off at a certain they dropped her off at a logging camp cause right. she had friends there and she would hike through you know checking water levels streams stuff you know seeing if everything was normal in the forest right and uh one was shadowing her and uh she didn't really catch on to it you know she just you know would see something out of the corner of her eye until she got deep in the forest and there was some trappers right and what this bigfoot ended up doing was uh in the movie i want to say he killed the trappers okay because of what they were doing and they they found him hung in a tree by their own snares wow and this was a movie yes and okay. and but but they let the woman be because <laughs> they knew she wasn't there to harm the environment or the animals she was actually looking out for their well-being makes sense makes sense yeah i, I mean you hear stories like that all the time well i did i did hear the story about the man that said he was abducted by them 
in his sleeping bag. Yes. You know, and that that was a crazy story. And uh, why didn't they hurt him, you know? Why yeah. didn't they rip him to shreds? Right. I mean, he wasn't... He was just up there prospecting, looking for minerals. But yet, they they didn't harm him. Is that the one who got away when he pulled out his tobacco? Well, they didn't go that far as saying the tobacco or whatnot. They just said, you know, he was abducted by a Sasquatch, and it was for a period of time. And right. they, they didn't go into the detail that we talked about. Right. Now, I, I mentioned uh, this lady I know before who who claims to have seen him in the Hamas and right. and she's what she calls woke. woke she's she's more alert to uh what's going on in the world and with nature and the different uh what's the word I'm looking for dimensions dimensions there yeah. you go and she's one who claimed to see one going in a portal but she said they're guardians of the Hamas well i I could I I could see that, but what what are they doing up in the Hamas that would I well I mean, you know, for instance, when you had your encounter, was it violent? No, it it wasn't violent at all. Um, they they definitely let us know they were there, right? But it wasn't violent at all. Even that being said, I'm not gonna say it wasn't scary. It was scary as hell, just because. I didn't know what was going on, and it took me a while to put two and two together. Right. Now, I look, and uh, some of the encounters, yeah, they're scary, and yeah, they don't want you there. Uh, shout out to Wes, who does Sasquatch Chronicles. His story, I saw his story on, on I think, uh, These Woods Are Haunted or something. Okay, yeah. And him and his brother, he talks about him and his brother were just out cruising when they had their encounter. But he talks about how this huge creature that they were like, I couldn't believe what we're seeing, was in front of their car. And they, out of the corner of his eye, he could see him flanking him, you know, behind. He said, you know, but this creature let him know that you weren't welcome there. Right. He was in the middle of the road. They couldn't drive by. And, he, you know, he said it was terrifying. And then after that creature showed itself for a second it disappeared so he told his brother get in the truck get in the truck we got it we got to leave mm-hmm. well the creature came back and then this time a smaller one which he believes was the female maybe the mate well they both were in the middle of the road and just like let him know you know yeah just scared the shit out of them right and then they were on their way back into the forest so an encounter like that you know that's not friendly at all. That that's telling you we don't want you in this area. Right. And so And and you know, maybe they got too close to the family group. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Now let let's let's back up for a minute when you and I heard the bottle thrown at us. Right. Was that thrown at us for a purpose? See, I don't I don't know. Are they telling us take your trash? Cuz where we camp Sometimes there's trash we have to pick up when we get there. And there's bottles and cans in the campfire where they try to burn them. It, that could, you know what? I didn't even think of that. That could have been a message. But, yeah, people leave trash there sometimes. Right. Which isn't cool. People, if you go, take your trash, man. Pack it in, you pack know, it out. That's right. And, you know, I, didn't, I never thought about that. But that could have been a message, you know, saying we don't want this here. All I know is we were up there alone and a bottle got thrown. Yeah. 
and I don't think I don't think a, an owl could throw a bottle. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But now getting back to the being protectors, like I said, I've heard stories, and uh, I heard st- people tell stories about uh, going in portals and. I don't know. I when they start talking like that, they kind of lose me a little bit. I I do too, you know, and it that goes into that all that that supernatural Sasquatch and whatnot. And I'm I'm gonna agree with a lot of people. I I hear the theories, and you know, we've talked about is is this creature related with the alien sightings and whatnot. But to me, this creature is flesh and blood right and the ones who claim the portals they, they say they come here to show us how to uh they're trying to give us lessons on how to preserve our earth and, and you know what i that i believe they they may want to do but we don't listen right we don't listen we we think that we're the alpha on this planet and we're not man and we think we got it all figured out, and we don't. We don't. And that's, that's you know, that brings me to another story that uh, that I had heard. That they, you know, of course it's the environment, but I, I lost my train of thought, man. Oh, my God, I'm getting Alzheimer's. <laughs> you, you, it's called old-timers. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I do believe... Uh, now, are they there strictly to protect the forest? I don't think so, but of course they're protecting their home. Well, of course, and, and I mean anyone would protect their home, right? Uh, so, I, oh, I, it, I don't know where I was going. This was a, another story by a tribal member who says he was just out hunting, and uh, he was just sitting there fishing, and all of a sudden, and I've heard not one but dozens of stories where they're fishing and big stones get thrown at them yes and he said he saw this big stone it was so big he swore he heard it hit the bottom and he heard, he heard the clunk on another rock that's how big it was so he got alarmed and he's like what did it so it happened again this time he didn't see who threw it but he knew it was a warning to get out of there so he got in his boat and he left. He didn't know, but he just knew that something that could throw a rock that big from the other side of the bank, about 60 feet to reach him, he said, it's something big and powerful. Yeah. And I don't want to be around when it shows itself. Yep. So do they want to scare you out? Are they protecting the land well i i do believe i do believe they're protecting the land <coughs> but just as our our society <coughs> grows and our you know we get better vehicles we could we're encroaching more on their territory is what it is i believe so well, they're trying to of course push us out to keep their boundaries where they want them right and they did talk about how man as we expand we encroach in their area because we deforest just to build new homes and yep. what suburbs or, or if anything just for the wood right the wood suburbs you know uh and they did say you know how, how far can we go but my thing is if you look at how vast the wilderness is i i don't think we'll ever fully encroach on everything i, I don't i don't know 
we'd be in trouble if we deforested it that much. But, but if if we did, we'd have bigger problems than Bigfoot. Yeah, and but there's so much forest out there, and you know, I I do hear the stories they fight in shoes, clothing, and whatnot, and and they're wondering was this a squatch attack? You know, we'll, we'll never know that because that that's going to be kept so secret. Right. Now, I, I do believe, as far as the debate on forest protectors, I do believe they protect the forest. But to me, it's more of they're protecting their home. Uh, now, you've heard the stories. They're here to teach us about how to save our planet or how to treat the forest. Uh, that, to, to me, that's debatable only because I haven't seen the proof myself. Right. Now, do you think that, you know how when you meet... When you see a person or you meet a person, we all have that prejudice in us. We judge that person. We look and we're like... Just by the way oh. they look. Yep. Just by the way they look, we're like, oh, that's that's a bad person. Do you think they look at some people and say, I could tell that person means no harm here? And they look at other people and say, this is trouble. We're going to escort them out. That That's possible. And um, if they're in tune to nature and stuff... And like they said, they have telepathy. Right. Maybe they do have a sixth sense where they could see into somebody more than we can. And, and you know, and, and that's, I've thought about that too. I'm like, well, are they a good judge of character that they're like, we don't want you in this forest because we know what you're here for. You're just going to kill. And, and, you know, and you get some of these people that do go in there and shoot random shit. And yeah, and they do. It. And they trash it. Yep. And yeah, they trash the forest and just... They think, well, no one's out here. I'm just yeah. leaving all my trash. Well, they say dogs are a very good judge of character. <laughs> and how they do it, the, the dogs Excuse just me. sense you. Now, maybe they have something similar. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but you, th- not there might be, you know, where they could sense somebody. Yeah. And not everyone gets chased out of the forest, but you have people saying, it wanted me out. It followed me out. Yeah. It led me out. Right. And like... I've had my encounter. You and I have heard several things, and never once did we feel like we were chased out. Now, the first time we left, because they didn't want to leave, so I said, I I surrender. It's yours. I'm out of here. Right? No, no. I would have done the same thing if I were you. I would have said, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have stuck around to see if if they wanted to throw horseshoes. Right. But, uh... (laughs) <laughs> it's an interesting topic. Uh, maybe we have some uh, First Nations listeners, or especially people around our area, New Mexico. Right. Let us know some of the stories you heard, and what is your take? Do you believe that they are protectors? Or Right. I, I mean, I'm curious about it because I've heard it mentioned, and I, I would like some, you know, maybe someone in our area that's had an encounter or they have elders stories that that they could tell us you know no this is why they're protectors because i i hear just two different sides we were chased out or we had an encounter they went their way they left us alone we left them alone you know right or I, i've heard of fishermen even leaving them fish right and you, then you know? they're cool with that yeah yeah so it's it's the the debate is out there are they protectors of the forest are they the guardian or are they aggressors that don't want you in their home? Either way, when I go to the forest, I prepare myself like they're aggressors. So we always set up in case we need to make a quick exit. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and that's my thing. From one day to the next, you don't know 
what type you're going to encounter. Is it going to be aggressive and and try and chase you out? Right. And and I've even heard stories while they're in the car, it's still chasing them. Yeah. Until yes. until they get out. Until they get rolling. Right. And yeah. they they get rolling fast enough to where it. it it can't catch them, let's say. Yeah. But it chases them all the way, as far out as it can. Yeah, and I've heard stories of chasing them out and even slapping the car. <laughs> now, that would scare the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we we presented it as best that we can. You know, y'all listening to this, if, if you got a story, share it with us. And uh, I forgot to say it in the beginning. You can get in contact with us. At late night with Larry55 at gmail.com. Be sure and hit the subscribe button. We'd love to hear your story or your side if you think they're an aggressor or a protector. Right. And I think they're both uh, might be where you're at. It may be, yes. And like we were saying, they may be able to judge your character. Yeah. Well, just like. Uh we walk down your street, if there's some dogs walking around, hey, they're going to come up, they're going to be friendly. Right. But if those dogs are in their yard and we go in their yard, they're going to have a different... Uh, they're going to have a different attitude. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And uh, yeah, it just makes me think. I, I just wonder, you know, because I hear two sides of the coin and I'm just curious what other people think. Yeah, it, it's a good it's a good debate. And we'd like to hear both sides of the story if you guys got an input. Right. And if we had enough people, the debate could probably be two, three hours. Easy. Right. right. Easy. But, but we're just putting some food for thought out there. That's right. Well, we hope you enjoyed what we brought to you tonight. And, uh, of course, keep listening. We appreciate it. And be good to each other. Yep. And before we go, I'd like to shout out to our super fan in Gallup, Rain. Rain, thank you for listening. That's right, Rain. You are a super fan. Yep. And you are a superstar. That's right. All right. All right. You guys, peace out. Peace out.